the Illini win the Big Ten championship with a thrilling 91-88 win over Ohio State. Uh, the Illini looked like they were going to get out to an easy win up 27-10 early, uh, but the Buckeyes didn't go in it way. They kept battling. They kept fighting. Um, and, you know, despite one of the – probably one of the, you know, highest scoring games of the season, you got a game with two of the top ten teams in the country – both teams are, you know, Illinois ended up being a one seed, Ohio State a two seed, the NCAA tourney. You, you saw a game that really didn't have a great flow um, after that initial start, in large part because of the number of fouls, um, so many fouls. But, you know, you got to, even despite the officiating, both teams left it all out there on the floor. You had some great individual performances from Dwayne Washington Jr. from Ohio State. You have to give him props, 32 points. I mean, he basically willed his team into the game. And I thought C.J. Walker as well was also fantastic for Ohio State making plays. And then on the other end, Illinois had six guys in double figures um, led by, you know, you talk about, you know, Io and Kofi, but the other guys stepped up in this one and they had huge games um, in this one. Mike, Mike, you had to be uh, happy watching that, even though it was kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, a game that with 49 fouls, the referees made it painful, I'm certain, for Ohio State fans as well as Illini fans to actually sit down and enjoy. But for the whole season, we've wondered what would happen if Io and Kofi had a game that they were slowed down and frustrated. That happened tonight. And, oh, my goodness, did we see the other guys come forward. Um, you know, Curbelo had 16. Um you had 13 for DeMonte, 12 for Georgie, uh, 10 for Trent. And the one time that Io and Kofi really needed some assistance, they were there and they won a Big Ten title because of it. Yeah, it's, it's you know, one of the things I wrote about, it's the whole uh, teamwork makes the dream work kind of thing, right? You know, so... Um, great, great minutes from guys. I, I thought the biggest span of the game, I thought the biggest stretch of the game was Georgie Bishanisvili. Kofi goes out, he's in foul trouble. Georgie comes in, Ohio State's cut the lead to three, and Georgie scores 10 consecutive points, all 10 points coming on second chance points on putbacks or um, getting fouled on putback, a couple of and ones. Um, and he, he made those free throws. We were just talking, I was just talking with uh, photographer Joe Clark on the way out to the car, and we were talking about how, you know, Georgie used to be kind of an adventure at the free throw line, but tonight he looked like, yeah, I got this. No biggie. And uh, nothing but that. Uh, just fantastic effort from Georgie and a true team effort. I, you know, you feel really happy for these guys who have been through the kind of the lows. You know, the guys, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, Georgie, they were all there, you know, when Illinois is losing, you know, 18 to 20 games and, and struggling in the last two years, last year getting it taken away. And so you feel for those guys who now have the opportunity to kind of win a Big Ten championship and now get to show what they can do on the NCAA tournament stage. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. You know, the bench scored a season high 41 points and they win a spectacular 12 for 12 from the free throw line. And in a game like tonight's game, uh, you know, they miss any one of those free throws and we might be looking at a very disappointing conclusion to a Big Ten tournament. And it was, uh, you know, when you step up at the line in some of those pressure situation, you know, DeMonte hitting the two late, um, Curbelo hitting four, you know, later in the game, 
um, Georgie going six for six when he has been a little bit of an adventure at the free throw line, to say the least. Um, I, I really got a good, my heart goes out to them because, you know, again, the entire season, it's kind of been watching Batman and Robin the whole time. And now uh, when they need help, uh, the rest of the Justice League was there to provide the assistance. Yeah, I think it's Batman and the Hulk. You can cross yep. over. We can cross over Marvel. You know, we can do a crossover. Justice League, Avengers. We can do that crossover. Yep, um, that's good. <laughs> we, we can do that. So I, I don't know what we, you know, we had Curbelo as Robin. We've got that, you know, picture going around. So yep. I, I don't know what we may make the other guys, um, you know, but, but um, you know, I'd, hopefully none of them, you know, we don't have any, uh, you know, we, we can't come up with names. So hopefully we get the right, uh, right, <laughs> right descriptive. Uh, well, superhero for I'm guys. thinking. I'm thinking maybe we call um, the Big Ten referee. Maybe it's like the Emperor, Darth Vader, and Darth Maul, because boy, they 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 did really take a, a fantastic game and make it much harder to watch when the athletes were playing some spectacular basketball. Yeah, I agree. You know, the thing about it is, is I, I like for them to call fouls on shooters and things like that, but they called so many fouls off the ball for plays that had no bearing on the game. Yep. Um, at plays that just were, I mean, it's just irrelevant calls. You know, a guy goes up and gets a rebound and there's a foul. It's like, where, where's the foul? You know I mean? A guy's posting up and they call a foul, you know, there's no hold. It's, yep. it's just little things like that, that, that make the game go slowly. Um, you know, they had a few, obviously Illinois got a few calls, I think that went against them, but at the same time, I felt like the first two games, first two days of this tournament, a lot of calls went towards Illinois. Yes. Um, so, so, you know, they got some breaks and, and so sometimes we don't like to look at those, but it, it all evens out at the end. You know, you have days when they go your way, days when it doesn't go your way. It seems like, and, and I could be wrong and I hate to say this publicly, but if you look at the games Illinois lost, it seems like there's a common denominator in Larry Serrato doing a lot of the games. Perhaps it's the way he officiates it. I, I don't know. Um, but he's definitely involved in a lot of things. He made some calls that Brad Underwood wasn't thrilled with today. So it's always it's always interesting to see that. So I think Illinois is going to be as happy to see some anti-Big Ten refs um, outside the Big Ten bubble because these guys have seen the same guys all year. And I, I think that also causes officials to start looking for things from certain guys. Well, and, and to be clear – Ohio State had more fouls than Illinois, so you, yes. you can't say it was totally one-sided. It just really killed the flow, though. There's no question. Well, one question for you, Brad. Um, being as there really hasn't been a player like Kofi, maybe for as far back as going back to Shaquille O'Neal, do you think uh, these referees from other conferences will have any idea how to referee somebody who is as big and as powerful as Kofi is? I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens because if they call the game in the big 10, they let people get away with like pushing and hitting him really, you know, and whacking him. I don't know if they'll get, they'll get away with him. So one of two things can happen. He, he might be even more dominant or they might just call a foul every time he moves. Um, so it, it's really hard to tell what's going to happen with these officials, um, how they're going to officiate him. But the reality is he's a, he's a dominant presence. I mean, uh, you know, Kofi and Io both make the all-tournament team, and, and I actually had Kofi as the Big Ten most outstanding player for the tournament. Um, and, and Io won, but that was I got to vote, and I voted for Kofi, and that doesn't not to slight Io. I just thought he was so dominant yesterday um, that he you know kind of deserved that uh, that mantle. Um, I think he changes the game. 
The other all-tournament team members, those who didn't see it, Dwayne Washington, EJ Liddell, and Luca Garza. Um, Washington definitely deserving. I thought Liddell obviously had a couple good games previously, but Illinois, Kofi, another thing he did today, and Georgie both, they did a fantastic job on Liddell, held him to three of 16 shooting from the floor, 0 of 7 from 3. And we know that he's really lit up Illinois in the two previous games. So this was uh, this was a really good effort on both ends of the floor. Yeah, that was emotionally satisfying to see EJ have a tough day. And, um, you know, I we were very similar to you thinking Kofi. And to be honest with you, when you look across all three games, Curbelo had some really good moments as well. Um, ironically, the Big Ten All-Tournament team was exactly the same uh, All-Big Ten team that Illini guys put out uh, on Friday. So I felt really good about uh, the personnel here at uh, Illini guys and our ability to assess talent as we came to the conclusion of the All-Tournament team. So um, I know some people were surprised online when we had Dwayne Washington uh, in the, you know, in the first five, but boy, did he, uh, he really proved a, proved a point that we were correct today. I just wish he would do it against teams other than the Illini. Yeah. Yeah. Washington is a fantastic player. I think some of it goes to the way Illinois has to defend, uh, because their personnel and they give up so much length at, at certain positions. And so Washington does have an amazingly quick release underwood talked about it. he might be the best shooter off the dribble in the big 10 and he's got a quick release coming off there so he'd come off that ball screen and they started out with trent frazier and trent's really fights through ball screens and he did a great job but anytime he gets just a little space and he does it going right and left which is a lot of guys will go right or go left and shoot washington was going right and shooting and going left and shooting that's not something you see a lot of um, and so there are certain tendencies guys have, and that makes it really hard to defend him coming off that ball screen with the pull-up. And then later in the game, Illinois actually moved to Sumu onto him to force him to kind of, you know, get down the lane, uh, go to the basket and take, use the length to not allow him to get those clean looks from three. The other thing was that you see that Washington also doesn't really pass the ball. He had no assist today. Yeah. So it, when he gets it, he's wanting to go up. And Illinois tried to make him one-dimensional, and you know it, it almost didn't work um, as he had 32 and kept them in the game. No, totally, totally agree. Um, he 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 definitely played fantastic, um, and I, I will say that you know it was Trent Frazier gets a lot of uh, doesn't get a lot of notoriety for his defense, um, you know, across maybe the conference or as much as we think he should. But um, you're, you're really correct. When you give a guy a couple inches of height and then he can go either way, um, you know, then when Liddell is putting that little hip out and Trent has to go around it, it does create room, especially because Washington hit some shots tonight. I mean, I thought there was a couple shots that I don't know if Io could have played any better defense and he still hit the shot. Yep, sometimes you just have to tip your hat to the offensive guy. And one thing I will say about Ohio State, and you can see why they probably struggle at times too, they take a lot of difficult shots. Yes. They really do. And, and they make a lot of them. I mean, they're, they're one of the top – I think they're fourth in the nation in offensive efficiency. So this is a team that can score. Um, but, you know, you look at their – they take a lot of bad shots. I mean, like we would call tough or bad shots but they make them. So you can see when they kind of get cold, they can really get cold. And you saw that to start the game when they started off one for 15 before they uh, got clicking, hit seven in a row to end the first half to kind of get it back in. At. But 
Yep. But so as I as I look forward, just want to remind you, Mike, that Illinois is the Big Ten tournament champions. Uh, in case you didn't know that, and it's first time since 2005. Um, it's the third time they've won the Big Ten tournament. Um, it, it, just talking post game and talking to Io. And by the way, if anybody, if you get an opportunity to watch the Georgie Bashanasvili Kofi Coburn combined press zoom uh, in in the post game, if you get to watch, go on YouTube wherever you want to watch. It. I, it doesn't matter. You will be entertained. It was amazing, and you'll understand why I said it was amazing because of how amazing it was when you watch it. I'm telling you, it was amazing. And you'll get that. People who watch that will get it. So um, you, uh, it, it was very entertaining. Georgie is larger than life, great personality, and uh, it was on full display. Even gave a shout out to uh, his grandparents in um, using speaking in Georgian and Russian so they could understand it. Um, it was extremely entertaining. But what, what captured me was Brad Underwood, so he wins the Big Ten tournament. And you know what's on his mind? I don't know if you heard this, Mike. You know what was on his mind? No. It was the EIU loss in the exhibition game uh, during 2017 preseason. That, he that. said, I mean, because at the time he was positive, he was upbeat. And, and you know, after that loss, just is an exhibition game. We're just trying to learn about the team. But that one has stuck in his mind for four years. And now he gets a Big Ten tournament championship, gets to cut down the nets. And that's what he's thinking about. That's why you're that's why he wins. That's why he's a competitor. It's because he's not thinking about the the glory right then. He's thinking about how far he had to come. He's thinking about all the, you know, he hates to lose more than he wants to win. Yep. People who hate to lose more than they want to win are, are the ultimate competitors you want to be out there with. I think he's got a team of them right now. No, and that just for you people out there, if you're ever in a sales job, I spent years as a district manager and a regional uh, manager for pharmaceutical and medical device companies. And the last question I asked every single person was, do you, would you rather, um, do you hate to lose more than you love to win? And what is, and why do you feel the way you do? And to me, that answer was really important because the people who hate to lose, they're the Pete Roses of the world. They do whatever they have to do not to lose. And they're not really, sometimes they're not fun unless they're on your team. And Underwood yeah. strikes me as that type of guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. And Illinois has got a team of those guys. I mean, you can see opponents probably don't like Demonte Williams. Yep. But, you know, his, his threes today were huge, his free throws. And they probably don't like Andre Curbelo. Um, they may not like Io, although they probably do because Io, everybody kind of likes Io. But maybe they don't like Cabrello because he's flashy. Trent Frazier does talk a lot. But those dudes compete, man, and they, they lay it out there all all game long for 40-plus minutes. Um, he, Underwood even mentioned Trent Frazier, so shout-out to him as a senior. 43 minutes today for Frazier. And Underwood talked about how Trent was actually sitting on the bench at the end of that EIU game, wondering if he could play at this level, like kind of questioning himself. And, and now here he is, you know, he's, he's on the all big 10 defensive team and he's a big 10 champion. So kudos to Trent for his hard work. So I got, I got one for you, Brad, here's a statistic. I realized, I, I remembered obviously Illinois was the number one seed in the NCAA tournament in 89. And of course they were in 2005. And now they were obviously again here in 2021. Did you know there's another season that they were the number one seed? 
the another season? What? No. When was that? Nineteen what? It was two thousand and one. I did not read according to Illinois yeah, stats. And, that's correct. And Arizona was the two in their region. Yep. And I, I, that totally slipped my memory. So as an Illini fan, I am in utter shame tonight because I was pontificating on somebody about how this was the third time they were a number one seed and the 2001 thing totally slipped by me. Yeah. And of course you, I think they may have been a number one seed. Were they not a number one seed in the sixties or forties or anything? They have well, seeds back there. According, according, according to this source, guy. yeah, yeah. According to this source, no, but they very well could have been back in those days. But hey, you and I weren't alive back then, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So we, it doesn't, it doesn't go back that far. That's ancient. We call that ancient because I'm ancient. So if you go back before <laughs> I me. Mean, only Lauren Tate knows. Yeah, exactly. We have to get exactly. to Lauren. On that one. So, so as the the Illini get the win and they get their NCAA tournament draw. Actually, ironically, Illinois gets their draw. Io is actually cutting down the net when the draw popped out and they knew they got Drexel in the first round. Haven't had a chance to look at Drexel too much. I actually am getting texts right now from a couple of friends who have covered uh, some of these East coast teams and they're sending me Drexel information. So uh, we're going to look that up. And of course, then the, but the committee has fun and we're going to break this down later on the eye and the line. I uh, bracket thing, but committee has some fun matchups could be Loyola in the second round. Obviously they got a tough game first, but, um, Loyola, and then you could get Brett, you could have a double whammy in the Sweet 16 if Oklahoma State advances because you could have Cade Cunningham versus Io and Brad Underwood against Oklahoma State, the team he left, and his former assistant coach is now there, Mike Boynton. So that's a pretty uh, healthy thing. And then let's say you get to the championship game of that region, you could have Brad Underwood either against Bob Huggins, you know, his former head yep. coach who he worked under, or you could have Brad Underwood under oh, against Kelvin Sampson and Illinois against Kelvin Sampson. And, and I think Illinois fans would love beating Kelvin Sampson. I could be wrong. Yeah. So you're, you're right. you've got some fantastic matchups um, in this bracket that are going to be a lot of fun. And of course, you know, every it's win and go, win or go home, but tonight had to make you for me tonight was actually one of those games where Illinois loses that game for the past few years. I mean, that was a game they lost. They come out hot. They, Things are go their way. They get they actually lost the lead, and then they come back and, yep. and they showed that toughness and resiliency that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah, and and I almost felt like Ohio State in this iteration is maybe one year behind um, Illinois because you know their four game losing streak was largely fueled by uh, an inability to close the game down the stretch, partic particularly with painful turnovers and bad shot selection. And you really could blame those same things. You know, Liddell had a, a couple mishandles. Uh, Dwayne Washington had a shot that wasn't really what you would be looking for. And it seems like that team is on that same learning curve that the Illini had to go through as well. Yep, I completely agree. And they're going to be definitely a force to be reckoned with moving forward. But for right now, we're going to celebrate the Illini, Big Ten Tournament champions. I just keep saying that because it feels really good to say it. So I'm going to say it again. Illini, Big Ten Tournament champions, uh, sturdy for 30. Mike Cagley and Brad Sturdy from Illini, guys. Thanks for listening.